Did you know that there's actually three different kinds of automated funnels that you should be using in your business? If you are like, what is an automated funnel and why do I need this on today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down the three different kinds of automated funnels and which ones you need to be using in your business. So stay tuned. What change becomes possible when 100,000 people are impacted by your work? This question came to me one day and I have been working to find the answer ever since. Hi, I'm Jess and I help online course creators amplify their influence and create a movement with their message. And on this podcast, I am sharing the simple strategies and systems to help you impact more people with your programs so you can create quantum growth in your industry. You are listening to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Jess here, and today I am talking all about automated funnels. Now, don't freak out. I know these are really big words, and they're words that are very, like, feel a lot of things, but I'm going to break down what all of this means on today's episode in a way that actually makes sense to normal human beings. So yesterday or last week on the podcast, I talked all about live launches and the three different kinds of live launches that you can leverage in your business. And so today I am talking all about the three different kinds of automated funnels that you can use in your business to bring new leads and new sales into your course. So the first thing I want to talk about is what is a funnel? This is a word that is thrown around, especially by bro marketers that I feel like is really amalgus and hard to understand. So I wanted to answer this question in a very simple way. A funnel is an automated sequence of events that creates a customer journey. In the simplest terms, a funnel can be manual, like when you are sending emails manually or creating a manual customer journey, or it can be automated. It can be either way. And so in this context, a funnel, when I say funnel, I mean a sequence of emails, opt-ins, and or purchase pages that create a customer journey and take somebody from point A to point B really intentionally. And so using funnels in your business is a very effective way to move people from place to place through a customer journey. And this is a really key piece to creating customers is taking them piece by piece through this process to go from being brand new to you to being a paying customer. And when you really orchestrate this experience for people, that's when you can create a really curated customer journey that takes people from cold to purchasing your program in a specified amount of time. So there are three different kinds of quote unquote funnels that I'm going to talk about today that you can automate in your business to create more sales, create more leads, and really stream line this system for your ideal clients. One of the problems with only having manual funnels is that people are experiencing different things at different times and they are going through the experience in different timelines. And so let's say that somebody started following you three years ago, right? Their experience of your customer journey is quite different than somebody who just started following you yesterday, right? And so if you can create a curated customer journey, each of those people People can go through the same process or a very similar process in their own timeline. So rather than relying only on live content or live things or manual funnels, you can really curate this journey that people go through to create a better customer experience or a better customer journey for the people who are coming into your ecosystem. So the first kind of 
funnel that I'm going to talk about today is a lead gen funnel. And I have a few podcasts on creating lead gen funnels from a couple months ago where I really talk about the important things of a lead gen funnel. But this is a really key piece of your entire customer journey, right? Getting new people into your ecosystem and giving them the very beginning piece of this customer journey. So a lead gen funnel is what is going to take somebody from not knowing who the heck you are to knowing who you are and actively being a part of your ecosystem. It's like the welcome party, right? It's where you're going to invite them into your process and show them a little bit more about you and your business. So a few key things about this funnel is that you really want to focus that the item that they're receiving, right? The mechanism that is enticing them to join your funnel, which is typically called a lead magnet, is the right carrot that's going to attract the right rabbit for your offer. Now, I've had a few people who went through this experience or listened to the podcast a few weeks ago about this feel like that seemed like a really high bar. Like, what do you mean? Like, it has to be super strategic, must, it's really overwhelming. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. It just has to be specific, right? So rather than saying like, oh, okay, I want to attract people who like, like to bake. And instead of saying like, I'm going to create a recipe book for all kinds of recipes, that might not attract people who like to bake, right? That'll probably attract people who like to cook, but not necessarily people who like to bake. So a better lead magnet for somebody who likes to bake would be baking recipes, right? So it's not like it has to be like this super hyper strategic, like ninja thing. It just needs to be specific to the problem that you solve. So hopefully that makes sense. So when you're creating this lead magnet, which is the mechanism of your lead gen funnel, you want to focus on the carrot that will attract the right rabbit who would be interested in your offer. And the purpose of this funnel is to take somebody from problem awareness to solution awareness. So somebody saying like, ooh, I have this problem to, ooh, I now know there is a way to solve it. And so that is a really simple jump when you break it down that way, right? I think we tend to get overwhelmed when we think that each piece of our funnel needs to do the entire job of taking them from like, I had no idea I had this problem to now I'm ready to buy something, right? That is not the job of your funnel. And it's definitely not the job of each piece of it. And so with the lead gen funnel, you want to take people who are already aware that they have the problem to a place of feeling, okay, there is a solution for this problem and it feels within my grasp. And so with that, you are going to combine your lead magnet, which is an asset that gives them information. It can be a ebook, it can be a quiz, it can be a mini training, all sorts of things. Some kind of magnet that attracts somebody who has that problem. And then the follow-up sequence afterward, which is a series of emails that are going to educate them and take them from that problem to solution awareness place. That is the process of the funnel. And that is how you're going to do this. So there's also a third piece of this that you can add into it called a tripwire. And with a tripwire, this is a low cost offer that offers immediate relief, right? It's almost like saying, um, hey, I could sell you or, hey, I'm going to teach you how to get more oxygen in your lungs when you're underwater. But for just a dollar, you can take a sip of or take a breath off of my little breathalyzer thing, right? Off my little oxygen tank. And when you give them just like that little bit of relief, it gives them a quick solution to the most pressing part of their problem. 
and helps them breathe a sigh of relief. Like, okay, now I feel like I can catch my breath and actually work on solving this problem. Of course, you're likely not selling oxygen. That's a really weird thing to sell. But like, there's a lot of different ways that you can just take the pressure off a little bit with your tripwire offer. So for example, with a baking niche, let's say that your lead magnet is like the five best cake recipes for like new bakers, right? That feels like a really specific lead magnet. You would attract new bakers who like to bake. Cool. So the five best cake recipes for new bakers. And then what I would probably position as a tripwire is like a 20 minute video that's going to teach you the techniques that you need to stop having dry, crumbly cakes and start baking moist delicious cakes, right? Whatever that most pressing problem is that they're looking for, or like the five beginner skills that you need, or like this 20 minute training that's going to teach you the beginner skills that you need to go from amateur baker to home baker, right? Whatever that looks like for them. So it isn't the whole solution, right? It isn't the whole problem, but it just takes the pressure off a little bit and it gives people a little bit of relief and captures them as a buyer in your funnel, right? There's somebody who has then put a little bit of skin in the game and purchased something which gives them buyer intent, which makes them theoretically a warmer lead. So that is a lead gen funnel. It is a lead magnet that is opted into through a opt-in page with a follow-up email sequence and potentially a tripwire all wrapped into one thing. And this funnel in your business is going to capture ideal clients and take them from problem awareness to solution awareness. So that takes me to the second type of funnel, which is a course sales funnel. So this is typically what you've heard about with like an evergreen funnel, right? That's what a lot of people call that. I don't like the term evergreen. I think that it's really misleading and confusing for a lot of people. So I'm going to call this a course sales funnel or an automated sales funnel. So a course sales funnel as the name would suggest, is positioned to sell your course. Now, I teach a method of live launching and automated sales into your course, and all of that being the same course, and I do that for a multitude of reasons, but you will be automating the sales mechanism for your course. And so when you have a live launch, there is typically some kind of sales mechanism. I see a lot of people go into their first launch with no sales mechanism. They just send some emails to their list and hope for the best. And that might work. But most of the time, especially if you are trying to sell to a colder audience, you need some kind of sales mechanism. Now, a sales mechanism is a specific offer similar to a lead magnet, but that creates demand for your paid offer and also takes them from solution awareness to purchase intent. So this is where they go from like, oh, there is a solution to my problem, like to, oh, this is the solution to my problem and I'm ready to buy it. That is the point of a sales mechanism inside of your course sales funnel. So the way that this works is that they would opt in through an opt-in page into a sales mechanism and then watch whatever that happens to be. Typically, it's either a webinar or a mini course or a short challenge or a training or something that then illustrates the problem that they have shows them the solution to it, positions your offer as the obvious solution to it, and takes them to that purchase intent. And it's going to make the offer to them. So this is a really important part because if you're not making the offer and you're just 
giving information, it's not going to create that purchase intent, right? It may create product awareness where they're like, oh, okay, she has an offer. Cool. But it doesn't take them to the place of like, she has an offer and I'm ready to buy it. And it's the right offer for me. And so when you build out your sales mechanism, you really want to focus on creating purchase intent, focusing on giving them the information that they need to go from like, oh, this is the thing she has to, oh, shoot, this is the thing for me. So with that too, in a course sales funnel is a follow-up email sequence. You will see this is a pretty solid theme here is you're leveraging trainings and emails. And so in this, I recommend a certain number of emails that are going to take people from like product awareness to purchase intent. So you're going to answer questions. You're going to help them see the future and future pace them as to what is possible for them. You're going to show them what other people have achieved with it. And you're going to help take them down the road to seeing that this offer is the right offer for what they're looking for. And so that is really the intention of a core sales funnel. And it's going to give them some level of urgency, whether you use scarcity like a timer, which I don't recommend, but you know, you do you, or using something more like intrinsic urgency to encourage people to purchase when it's the right time for them to purchase. So that is what a course sales funnel is. It kind of mimics a live launch and that it has the similar pieces. And in the lab, I teach you how to repurpose your live launch mechanism into your uh, course sales funnel. But with it, you're really orchestrating that experience of going through a launch, but in their own timeline. And so with this, this is really a key asset in your business and one of the most important funnels that you can have set up because it's the one that generates revenue. It's the one that makes the offer and helps people purchase your program when they first see it. So it's important to have this, but it's also important to make sure that it works before you really spend a lot of time and energy driving leads to it. So that takes us to the third type of funnel, which is a re-engagement funnel. And this is the one that most people are missing. I often see that people are like, okay, cool. I had a live launch. Now maybe I'm going to put it on Evergreen. And then those people go to die on their list, right? Like once they offer it to them, once they never offer it again, they're dead to me. And I think that's really silly, right? Because people need time to decide if something's going to be the right fit for them. And they may be interested in something, but it's not the right time for them to buy. But maybe it is a week later. Maybe it is a month later. Maybe it is three months later, right? We cannot determine other people's timelines for them. And so with a re-engagement funnel, that again re-engages hence the name, people back into your course sales funnel and re-presents the offer to people who have already seen the offer previously. Now, this is a really powerful thing because people need to see an offer more than once, most times, in order to purchase it. That's why you get so many dang emails from Old Navy because they want you to see those jeans again that you keep thinking about and be like, hey, you should grab those jeans. Those jeans are really cute. Hey, we have a coupon. Do you want to grab those jeans now? Right? Those are re-engagement funnels. And so it re-engages people back into that course sales funnel and it takes them from having an objection or a question, really focusing on that to purchase intent again. So a really interesting and effective way to do this is by 
creating an, uh, another sales mechanism like you do with your mini launches that answers a specific objection or question that may be keeping them from making a decision. And so this is a really cool opportunity to repurpose that mini launch into an objection or question answer re-engagement funnel and show them like, oh, is this the reason why you haven't bought yet? Let me help you overcome that with this additional information. And so it really takes people who are sitting on the fence and helps them get off the fence. And ultimately, that's really what we want, right? We want people to get off the fence, whether it's on the side of joining your program or the side of getting off your email list, right? That is ultimately what we want. We want people to make a decision. We don't want them to sit on the fence. And so this re-engagement funnel represents the offer, which will then increase lifetime conversions and increase satisfaction for your clients. Because again, people want to buy your thing. When they opted into your funnel to begin with, they had some level of intent for solving that problem. And just because they didn't buy it in the three days you let them early on doesn't mean that they're never going to buy it. And if you lock people out of an opportunity to buy something, you're missing a huge opportunity to serve them and to get them the results that they want. So a re-engagement funnel is a really effective way to increase those lifetime conversion rates. So if somebody who opts in, maybe they don't buy in the first launch, but if they buy in the second, then that increases that conversion rate. But all also helps people purchase things when it's the right time for them. So those are the three different kind of funnels that I recommend having in your business. And of course, you don't need to create all of this right now. I think that that tends to be our biggest um, like mindset thing when it comes to learning new things is you're like, oh crap, I need all of this in order to be successful. That isn't true. I recommend building this out though over a specified amount of time. Like in the lab, we'll build this out over the course of a year. First, starting with your course sales funnel by running it live and then running it with automations. Then we create your lead gen funnel once we have the messaging really figured out for the course funnel so we know who the rabbit is and we can create a carrot specifically for that rabbit. Then we focus on building the re-engagement funnel to re-engage the people who are going through the course sales funnel but maybe haven't purchased yet. And so you do not need to implement all of this right now. It's a process of implementing it in the right time and trusting that that you will get to it and making that your intention. So I hope that this was helpful. The doors to the lab are opening up again super, super soon. So definitely keep your eyes peeled for more information there. Or if you want to get on the wait list, you can go to quantumcursecreator.com forward slash lab to hop on the wait list to be the first to find out. And I cannot wait to welcome in a new cohort of students into the lab this spring. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I will see you in our next one.